2: Everybody. welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Rachel Shackleton. Hello. I'm Jules Gill. Hello. And I think my voice has returned. Stop imitating me from earlier in the week. I know, that's what Just because I sounded like the man from Chernobyl, I couldn't help it. Hello. Yeah, I'm back now. I think I've got some bass. So uh, I just wanted to do, because uh, the last couple of weeks we've sort of done stuff that's delved into different industry practices, there's been a few things that were a little bit more negative, and I thought, well, you know what? I really love video games, having played my N64, <laughs> Mario 64, and I thought, why not just gather some people around and just talk about sort of generally innovative mechanics or exciting Little things or different gameplay things that sort of blew us away. It Doesn't really matter necessarily how far ago it was, but I want to try and stick to modern-ish stuff. Well, that's the whole point. You play video games; it's not just escapism, but as a developer, it's
3: a fo- it's an art form, isn't it? It's about yeah. creating something. And you could look at a game like Pong and think that is like you know innovative in the way that it's shaped gaming, mm. just in terms of like competitive stuff. But it's about
2: taking that concept of the simplest game and getting new mechanics and ideas across yeah. the board. So exactly. So I saw. I uh, I asked everybody to everybody, both of you, yeah, to uh, come up with three games each. That have like specific mechanics or just different ideas that the game was doing that maybe you hadn't seen anywhere before mm-hmm. um, and we're just going to sort of celebrate all things gaming um, so the first one for me is Transistor I absolutely love the way that it ties its lore to its gameplay mm-hmm. um, and that, mm-hmm. that game is by Super mm-hmm. Super Giant Games um, yeah not Super Massive Games super, not Super Massive Games um, <laughs> Super Giant who I adore who also did Pyre and also did uh, Bastion they've got a new um, one coming out as well which is where you
3: play as Hades or something yeah that, or I think uh, it's
2: called something of Hades maybe yeah it's just it's, Hades.
3: it looks really interesting kind of like a
2: isometric rogue like mm-hmm. RPG Nearly the, all of like, their stuff is like an isometric thing apart yeah. from is like more like a basketball type thing but Transistor um, the way that like you build your character basically means that if you keep doing combos with that certain loadout you'll unlock a bit more of the lore mm. so like to actually get the full grasp of what the hell's going on and to understand the plight of the character that you're playing I think she's called Red um, she's like this ex like opera singer yeah. who um, gets like stabbed and then like a, a voice goes into a sword and then well, the sword talks well, yeah that's yeah. That, yeah I remember the sword talking I'm not going to spoil the ending but the, I played, I played the, the, the sword's identity is definitely
3: like a big uh, sort of like oh this is lovely whoa. You're never gonna get. To <laughs> yeah. but
4: Excuse me. Maybe someday. He Actually, would. this game Final Fantasy keep, um, this this game does keep cropping up, and people are whispering about it on the interwebs. Uh-huh. And now you're obviously telling us about it here. And yeah. I'm thinking, hello, if, kind of you interesting. She'll
3: definitely play it. If um if nothing else, then you should listen to the soundtrack because Darren, Darren Cor was this, an and he is off. so good at like writing this because he did uh, Bastion as well. And Empire, So mm-hmm. Empire yeah. To go from sort of like the weird sort of like psycho Billy uh, Western stuff that he did in. Um, in Bastion. In Bastion, to this sort of new synth synthwavey
2: mm. stuff. Oh, it's so oh, oh, of course it's synthwave. So <laughs> That's why Scott yeah. likes it. Yeah. But like, but it's not it's not synthwave like the kind of like dark synth that I like. It's it just, just kind of synth-y. has thins, uh, synthesized <laughs> elements to it. But um, yeah, I love the idea because the the whole thing like there's a whole mystery around like what exactly is like the history of the world itself and mm. like why are you doing what you're doing and like what's the state of the um, the hierarchy and then the politics and everything else. And I just love that they sort of it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense in the moment as to why your character would suddenly know more about the world just because she hit ten people in a row. Or whatever, but if you've if you've built your loadout in a certain way, you can go back into the menu and you'll just unlock like um, biographies of certain characters, yeah. of certain politicians, and you'll get to. you will not really understand the world, and you'll not get the full picture unless you're fully exploring the gameplay side of it too. The, I love that the combat in it is is exceptional as well because mm. the way
3: that you can sort of slow down time, uh, then you like trace things around them, yeah, you and there's like lines of
2: damage and stuff like that. it's really clever. You <laughs> kind of like you pause it and then you tell her, and um, you players like red or whatever, and you tell her where you want to go and attack this person, this this this, and then you resume time and you'll go and do oh, those things okay. like bounce yeah. off so them. it
4: sounds like basically lots of different bits from lots of different other games and they're all like in the one yeah. game <laughs> it, d- it
2: definitely has its own identity especially mm. like, um, through the art direction and the music and everything and it's just like like i said to you before like there there's a hum button in it so at any point you can just sit <laughs> and relax and just put press the hum button and red will just hum along to whatever song's on at the time
3: now we actually did that in uh, our pointless uh, video game abilities that are still oh. awesome that we do anyway uh-huh. but after looking into it in more Depth. There are, I uh, think, a couple of locations where the hum button actually does affect gameplay, but like in a really Aww. nice, subtle. That's like how the story kind of goes. It's, it's just cool. Like humming in a certain <laughs> area. Like, this is an example, not the actual example. Will like affect an enemy's like AI or like, That's like so their behavior. Cute. Like, I and love should, that. like
2: if your people aren't already following Super Giant Games, just get on them. Everything they touch is gorgeous. They might actually be the. Uh, the highest percentage
3: success rate of any sort mm. of like uh, developer. I would argue that they're one of my personal favorites and totally.
2: Well, like Pyre was in our games of the year for 2017 or yeah. whatever is, year it
3: was. Imagine if I came to your age and just said I've got an idea for a game. It's a it's a basketball game. You'd be like, okay, cool, like 2K. Well,
2: no, <laughs> actually,
3: actually it's got RPG elements. It's going to have like fantasy creatures. And also when your guys get too good, you're going to have to promote them into heaven or hell effectively. Yeah, so you always lose your best face.
4: I've heard of Pyre, yeah. There's it it also a wolf
2: good. with a little mustache. Just a little twizzly mustache. <laughs> He's great. And a little dude called tertizo uh, I but, wish um, I was there for the board <laughs> meeting with that one. It's phenomenal. Honestly,
4: with games, the weirder the better. Yeah.
2: It's a good time. Uh, Rachel, your first thing was Resident Evil 7.
4: Yes. I wanted to highlight just how flipping cool Resident Evil 7 is. Uh-huh. Not just Resident Evil 7, but in particular, Resident Evil 7 VR. Mm-hmm. Um, because when it first came out, I was, um, I was in camp. Uh, I was always too young and scared to ever play Resident Evil. <laughs> 7 was the first one I ever played. Right. And uh, I was also in camp. Screw the VR. It's a gimmick. It won't It's pretty last. good camp. It's
2: really warm. Have you seen the couches? Oh, my I'm, God. It's, it's, it's very
4: am. warm. It's very overcrowded. Yeah, I but
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to leave.
4: But actually, what this game does in VR is absolutely incredible. Honestly, is well, I think you were saying it's probably the biggest AAA VR. I think game. like
2: they tried to push it with Blood and Truth in terms of like this uh, is why you should buy a PSVR. But the Resident Evil Seven feels like it, it is like a big AAA yeah. production with. It really just
4: good works VR. really well. So obviously, uh, Seven. If you didn't know, you probably all do know. But it was uh, Resi's first foray into mm-hmm. first person, mm-hmm. um, and it just works really well with the VR. I was was playing it at home with a friend with it on my face and I was just <laughs> sticking my noggin into everything and it just gives the whole game a whole new level of horror because I was gonna it's ask, like
2: because like, I know Josh played through it all in VR as well mm-hmm. like how well do you can you move around I know you can when you're in place you can look around stuff and peek up and around and it's
4: stuff. surprisingly good uh-huh. actually it's not but then I don't really suffer from motion sickness mm-hmm. um, so I know a lot of people do so maybe it would get quite like a, it's very fast paced for example um, when you start to get to combat obviously it's a, it's a shooter Mm-hmm. your face like where you're looking is the aiming right. which, which um, I actually
3: really prefer because I feel do. I feel like it's like where I'm looking that's always where I want mm. to shoot right.
4: but uh, for someone watching it like for instance for my friend she was like oh god it's, it was very like fast paced yeah. for her yeah. 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 so uh, for me personally it was really really good mm-hmm. it just added this whole new level to this game which is like by itself a flipping terrifying and yeah. an amazing <laughs> experience but then in VR it's just a whole different ball game mm-hmm.
3: well it's like um, one of these sort of core principles of creating. Like fear within an audience when you're like uh, watching a film or playing a game is meant to be that sort of like you place yourself in the avatar's shoes. So yeah. damage done mm-hmm. to them is done to you. And when you're removing that barrier because that guy strangling you is now you, and you're moving your head around, <laughs> it's almost impossible to separate that reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Osley in the kitchen about um, people who got like spun out from playing that uh, uh, walking the plank simulator, where it's like oh, yeah. standing everything, and it's like, you're n- it's like you're not going to fall further than literally the floor, but you're. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) brain is completely tricked
2: by that and Mm -hmm. to get that... For Resident Evil to nail that feeling it's just so so impressive. That's the that that tight like that there's the walk the plank thing and there's a tightrope thing between two skyscrapers. That's um, a, yeah. and so people recommend to actually put like a rope or something thin on the ground. So oh. when you put the because oh. Oh, no, your no, brain no. is already overridden by like the visuals of it. So if you then put your foot forward, even if you, especially if you're barefoot and you touch the, the what would be the rope, your yeah. brain makes all that make sense. Like I think I love the idea of that. That's what would get me out of camp VR. Yeah. I still um, am, yeah.
4: I think, in team um, skeptic with mm. VR because I have I bought of vr i've played it once and that <laughs> was to play resi 7 vr but mm-hmm. as far as gimmicks go it is incredible and i look forward to seeing what we do with it in the future i might, um,
3: I might have to borrow it off you because i've got absolutely. the gold edition and i want to play through absolutely. all of the stuff now have, have either of you
2: seen that no man's sky is getting a vr yeah it was it announced today wasn't hey it? that's gonna get me out
4: i think honestly like don't, don't, don't quote me on this mm-hmm. but that could be the next big thing because Just that is on. like
2: exploration first person living your best life with your rocks and yeah your
4: minerals. it's a good idea i want
3: it. i uh, I don't think that VR will ever take over the uh, the first-person shooter market, but mm. there is definitely a catering for sort of cinematic, stylistic mm. experiences, which No Man's Sky is perfect built for. And now I feel like I trust Hello Games again once they've done all the, the work. <laughs> it was to always good on a launch day, Jules. Will you stop with no! this bad tape? It's not a bad tape. I wish I had a, a tape recorder on, what? because what? the amount of stuff that you say and then you go back on... I've
2: never like, gone back on No Man's Sky, ever. I was going to have that as Game of the Year. the hand 16. goes up. I'm Ralph not, you're not shut. my dad. No, gentlemen. No Man's Sky was always <laughs> was, I'm just gentlemen, good. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I'm this never going to not fight this This is a podcast battle.
4: on you know games what? that we love. No, no Man's we're, Sky
3: podcast. <laughs> we're going to settle this <laughs> Bring it. in Lethal League, which is my... <laughs> do you want to talk about Lethal <laughs> League now? Oh, I do want to talk about it. segue, wanna, I will it. That, that, that amazing <laughs> segue. I do want to talk about this. No Man's Sky was always good. Go on. So, you guys like Smash Bros, don't you? Yes. Love it. Now, I found... Do Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I he think loves it's when he wins to <laughs> yeah I like it when I win but the thing is is that like um, if I was to say that it's like a fighting game in the ilk of Smash Bros in that it's very chaotic but with baseball bats and the only <laughs> way to hit you to kill your opponent is to whack a baseball that is floating around in the center kind of like the um, the smash orb what's it called the it's like the old know. yeah the smash but, attack but hmm. you're like you're, you're like batting that around and it gets to ludicrous speeds and right. it's one hit kill and There's that's only one you, ball per match. One ball per right. match, and you can have up to four people playing. Like as in teams of two or all against all, and it is just the most chaotic thing I've ever played. <laughs> if you've not played it, I totally recommend that you at least give it a try, because A, it's cheap, it's ridiculously colourful, every character's got like special abilities mm. and moves, some of which phase the ball in and out of existence and then appear in different okay. areas of the thing. Like It's, it's great. Is fun. it only on PC? Uh, it's it. PC. It might be on... Um, uh, it might be on consoles. Okay. I would, I'd say it's a perfect Switch game
2: if yeah, it's yeah. not already on there. If we're randomly recommending projectile-based things, I will throw Windjammers in. That's an oh, old game. So good. But Windjammers is so good. And then they had that, um, was it? Was that disc one that came out on PS4? Disc Jam. Disc Jam, which mm. is, just, that was, everyone's like, oh my God, a disc-based thing. I was like, check out Windjammers. That thing predates <laughs> it by like 20 um, years. I
4: was trying to think about what game that sort of like reminded me of what you were describing. Yeah. So basically, you're playing a game that's uh, Peggle, with Smash Bros, right?
3: It is It is almost <laughs> like that. Or oh, Super ca- Breakout. <laughs> but, with char- yeah. <laughs> but with characters that look like they are both at once offshoots from uh, Sonic Heroes and also Skullgirls. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty lovely combo. It's, it's amazing. Like, it, like the developers did not get the recognition that they uh, deserved for mm. it. Because I think that a lot of people saw it as just being like a, a flash in the pan, one and done style thing. Like, once you've seen the gameplay, core experience, there's nothing else. But mm. that core experience, if you can get a group of people that have invested in it, is amazing. Being Able to play online against random strangers as well is always
2: like a plus. I'm gonna check this out, but all I have is a wailing Mac and it can't play anything. Yes. Maybe, Mm. but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. And um, the next one I've got down is Super Hot, because I just wanted to SuperHot. Super
1: Hot, hot.
2: So if Super hot. The o- like Superhot is the only game that I think has ever done anything um completely innovative and new with the base idea of controlling a first person shooter. That's now in VR as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well they came out um, like quite similarly uh, quite shortly after oh, the did it? original okay. one. Yeah. Um but that idea that like if you haven't played SuperHot, um as soon as you move in Super Hot, your movement is time itself. So the yeah. faster you push the stick, the more you're gonna go back to real time. Um, or you can just crawl around like just nudging the analog mm-hmm. stick or nudging the mouse or whatever. Um, slow time to a crawl and duck under bullets cut them in half with a katana um, just get out of the way of everything you can leap off the top of st- it's just it's every Matrix fight scene but controllable and in the coolest way possible
4: it does sound amazing everyone <clears throat> I always hear people going on about it and I thought to myself to one it, day rage. I'll play it one day I'll play it oh, do you, you know what I'm going to get it from my Playstation oh, please like. do I've got an Oculus now I'll get it from a PC there <laughs> you no, go, go. Um, but You'd no, it does sound bullets. amazing. I didn't know that's what it was about. Like actual, that is so cool. It, it has cool. Like, even
2: though it's not known for its narrative or like its um its story, I still it love what it does. Does with, have a good story? Yeah, it came out at such a great time. I think it was 2015 or maybe 2016 um, <clears throat> when we first started getting like VR headsets and people talking about losing yourself in virtual reality. Ready Player One kind of had like a yeah. surge. Book sales became the movie, and that game is all about losing yourself in a virtual space and what does it mean to like not even care about your real body, just put yourself into this you know virtual world. It, it was it was around the same time that Hotline Miami. <clears throat> um, doing that sort of thing where uh,
3: Superhot super hot kind of reflects that sort of anti-narrative mm-hmm. where it's not hand-holding, it's not telling you what to do. Dark Souls is very, very reminiscent of that as well, where it's just basically it tells you through what's mm-hmm. going on. It never explicitly says to you, This is what is happening to you, because there are so many times where you're like, Wait, is this reality or am I in the game? But uh, there's wait, one what's thing going on?
2: In Super Hot, um, you should play it on PC if you can. Uh, like just because the whole thing with that game, the way its menus work is someone messages you like some random contact, as if you're in the matrix, and just says, like, hey, like, oh hey man, like I've got this latest build of this thing, you need to give yeah. it a shot. And you you reply, you can hit reply but you mash any keys and it just types everything out it gives you like a stock response but it's as if you're like a hacker in like any sort of movie where it's like you're like chasing after the next hit and like, then after every level they give you like a new build there is one bit
3: like it's, it's not like gonna ruin it for you because there's like tons and tons of little bits where basically your friend just goes like have you played it yet and you're just kind of like oh yeah i'm gonna go play it tonight and as you try and load it back in it says that it fails to load mm-hmm. and you've got to actually like quit the game and come back into this, it just yeah the, like, the, like... it starts getting
2: really meta like it's yeah, like, just, like oh. you're letting you're letting it in you're letting super hot into your Computer. I love so then, a game yeah. like
4: that with uh, like, like Doki Doki for example mm-hmm. that yes. has like PC integration Well, like- the,
2: one of the best things I'll not ruin it but one of the best things is that that Superhot ends in a way that it um, it instructs you to do something let's oh, say yeah. um, and you'll once you <gasps> know you have what to delete that is the game. I'm not gonna, ever going to tell you you should play it but once you know what that thing is you'll then see it everywhere on social media <laughs> oh, cool. which is just brilliant Okay, um, and it's like and playing that before it blew up like when that was like not nearly access but like having access to it, before, yeah. it was, uh, before it was on launch and then seeing like I said instances of what people were doing doing, and then being like, oh, I see. I see everyone who's played it is doing this thing. Yeah, it'll all make sense if you played it. I
4: want to be in the cult.
2: It's so good.
3: And plus, there is so much content for it as mm. well, because not only is there um, the regular story mode, there's a challenge uh, mode that goes through tons of stuff. There's a time trial attack for it as well. And I'm pretty
2: sure that there's custom map making for it as well. I think on the PC version there on is. On the PC um, version? Not on consoles, like, but yeah. If
3: you've got that plus and you've got it in the VR headset, that's like months worth I just, of content like You
2: can go into this an endless mode where people just spawn forever yeah. and you just exist in super slow mode, just kill for like hours and the best bit is is
3: that once you finish each level because you've been moving through really slow what it does is while it says super Hot, it will play back the entire your run in real time yeah. so that you get to see how cool you looked as so
2: you're you like you're it catching up. guns and cutting bullets in midair, and then like grab this earth uh, and cut this. It's moving hot. so quickly it's at that so point, so <laughs> like, Whoa. and it's like that's what they would have seen with you like moving in that speed so or whatever. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, super hot, pretty good. Um, mm. your next one down, Rach, I believe, was yeah. Cadence.
4: So, Cadence of High Rule, if you've uh, never played it, lovely listeners, mm. is um, by the same guys who made a game called Crypt of the Necrodancer. the hardest thing ever. It's yeah. do you know what, it's not that bad, mate. You <laughs> practice, okay? I
2: need to get good. It yeah.
4: is the most unique roguelike I have ever played. So what that means is it's different every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, enemies, bosses, pickups are all different. The floor layout's different every time. Mm-hmm. When you die, you're dead and you start at the like from the beginning, um, but the twist is with Necro Dancer, and then of course later on with Cadence, is that you have to move. Everything you do is on the beat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, this most amazing electro like soundtrack, which all kind of sounds like like I, I own lo- the soundtrack. Oh like it's my great. god, the first few songs because it's actually like very like spooky, and there's it's like very uh, well, it's <laughs> a crypt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just the music is so good And you do everything on that beat mm-hmm. And then they then took this Partnered it with Nintendo And they brought out Cadence of Hyrule Cadence being the main character so in Which I think Necro is the first dancer. time
2: Nintendo have trusted any third party with Zelda They're like an the indie developer yeah. Like it's
4: crazy Their hearts uh-uh. in the right
2: place uh-uh. What? Uh-uh. Hyrule Warriors
3: baby is that not... Who was that? That was Koei Tecmo. Oh, baby okay, Dynasty fine.
4: Warriors. They also yeah, did Mario, well, uh, mm. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle as well. That True. was... True. Ubisoft, Ubisoft made yeah. that. Well, they're not. like. But the thing is with Cadence, though, with, 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 I really... I should have looked up the developers that made Necrodancer and Cadence, but I am terrible at life and everything. Oh, I was um, g-
2: no, it's not Sunset Games. They're this Taman- tiny
4: wee indie mm. developers. Nintendo were like, sure, you can make a flippin'
0: groovy, <laughs> <laughs> we'll funky
4: Zelda game. And it's so good. It has everything that made the original Legend of Zelda's great, which mm-hmm, was yeah. like really good dungeon, really good exploration uh, design and um, power-ups. You get different weapons and stuff like uh-huh, that. You get like, upgrades.
3: Seeing seeing the familiar locales but in a completely <laughs> different way must be so charming. Oh, it's oh, so- I've only put I played Good. Crypt of the Necrodancer. I've not had a chance Same, to play because yeah. uh, I don't have a Switch. So. Oh,
4: my days. Now, Cadence, is, it, when it released, I was like, right, I'll buy it. I hope- hopefully, it's not more than £20. <laughs> yeah. It was £26, and I was okay. like, oh. Uh stretch. But obviously, I played it to death. Yeah. I played it to really. death. I loved it. That was it. you on all your lunch breaks <laughs> for like a
2: whole week. Is
4: that how going this? <laughs> no, I'm a sensitive soul, but see when I just like, booted up that menu screen, and they've got a Necrodancer meets Zelda theme song. Yeah. Oh the,
2: like, my the days! Oh, I was
4: away. So
2: good. I just I like the because like to drill it down in terms of gameplay. The thing that I think me and you struggle with so far, me and you, Jules, is um, that you do move on the beat. Like everything's great. Everything is on the beat. But it's like yeah. if the beat everything, is going, it's like
4: everything.
2: Yeah, it's like you're moving, attacking, dodging. Feet. It's it, so hard. It's really hard, and I do
3: really enjoy it. But for me, I'm very like simplistic, so I can mm. get the beat down. But then when it uh, like changes
2: mid song, I'm like, oh god, oh bloody, <laughs> oh. Then it's like the dragon will come along. I'm like. <laughs> I just I, I, because I played a little bit of Cadence because you gave me your Switch for a bit, I and did. so I, there is totally like a zone you get into with it. Like it's uh, yeah. it's definitely it's one trance, of those things. Yeah. yeah, it's like a trance-like state. It reminds me of um, like Thumper um, yeah, or, or Thumper? Uh, Amplitude. Yeah, or, uh, those old oh, rhythm games. Oh, Kraken! Yeah, where you just you're just sort of like tunnel vision. You're completely in sync with it, and then you you know like the, the the rhythm becomes second nature, and then you can do everything else. Or like oh. my next game. Oh. Oh, rhythm r- r- game. see game. check that the segue hey. into, into Rocksmith.
3: Yes, the uh, the latest edition. I don't know what the latest edition was, but that's the one that I have. It's not
2: Rise of the Six String. I think that's a different. Company. No, that's a completely <laughs> different game. There's, a game, there's the, totally
3: a game called Rise of the Six String. But honestly, it's what power gig? Carry what, on. What Rocksmith aimed to do was really, really impressive. To take actual electric guitars mm. and go through a sort of uh, weird uh, modulator uh, and Mixer. sense, sense mixers, yeah, a yeah and be able to for the for your PC to register exactly what notes you're playing and then chart out your favorite songs and play them like Guitar Hero effectively. It was so good. And I'm not saying that I've got the cracked version of it with a load of songs that aren't on there. I'm not saying that.
1: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, what Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to Ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Good, I wouldn't, but I, I wouldn't but say but that I'm just saying that probably, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying that
3: there is one right. uh, out there. You've heard about it. You've from, heard I'm, about it. I've heard mm. about one. From, from Damien down yes, the street. Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, from his dad. and Damien Good. says it's the best thing ever to be able to smash out Ramstein songs while drunk <laughs> and literally on the like, power chord in your way the through. Thing the thing that
2: night. almost got me to buy that is that they have a whole separate mode where you can just simulate um, like, famous guitar tones. Like, yes, there's a whole like, yeah. um, cabinet simulator thing. And I'm sure, I don't know if they got the license for the likes of Metallica or whatever, but you can get the um, the same sort of soundbox. That they mm-hmm. use. So if you want to get really crunchy, like meaty guitar tones, you can just plug your guitar in and just pretend you're metal. The funny it. thing is that you can take those guitar tones that you've made and then play them over
3: songs that really should not have them in there. <laughs> so it's like, like, I don't know, like, jamming out to like Johnny B. Good, but with like sort of like proper Duh.
2: shredding, something sort of like. I love the idea of it. I think as like as someone who like collects like guitars and guitar pedals and stuff, that idea. It's the same thing that the company called Line Six used to specialize in, where it's like yeah. you can just buy one suite and just plug one cable in and have access to a million different things. Um, but yeah, that was like a different. That was one of the last times that true innovation happened in the rhythm genre Um, Rock Band 3 went back down in the whole plastic instrument direction again. It was was a real shame what happened because they released that and then I can't remember what happened to either
3: the the, the developer or something but Mm. I know that they were just like oh okay we've just released this at the wrong time if Mm they released it like maybe a couple of years before they probably would have ridden that wave and possibly even extended the genre Mm. but their choice to I don't know. It it felt like it was coming out and was already a relic. But for people who actually gave at the time, because people looked at it and said, I've played this song before.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
4: I think as well, like for people like me who like, I lived on Guitar Hero for years lived on it, love it. And rock band, obviously. And Mm -hmm. then when Rocksmith came along, I was like, oh, that's for people who play instruments. That's not me. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I feel like they kind of misread
2: (laughs) the terrain because like everybody, like, yeah, we lived on Guitar Hero. Playing Guitar Hero so much got me into actual guitar. So it's like, for something like Rocksmith, like if you weren't like comfortable with a real instrument, you were just going to keep sticking with the stuff that lets Mm. you pretend you're a rockstar Mm -hmm. Um, as opposed to like the barrier for entry for Rocksmith was you need to actually know how to play this full instrument well it it did teach
3: you because I I actually got inspired by watching um, a YouTuber and I can't remember his name but they introduced me to the the video game with a series that was um, how good can I get in 30 days of playing just for Uh. an hour every day using this tool Uh and by the end of it I followed them and I got like Not great But I was able to like Carry a few tunes And I was like Oh and I actually know them When I go away from this now Mm. Because I was like I'm not watching the screen I'm actually like Remembering the That's one of the best things
2: Like having gone from Guitar Hero to real guitar It's weird how much harder Songs are in Guitar Hero Than they are in real Mm. life Like some things get tracked Like way more complexly Than they actually are Completely like Artificial difficulties Yeah yeah. And it's just like You'll realise that you can Actually play real guitar A hell of a lot better Than you might think you can If Mm. you're struggling at Guitar Hero
4: maybe you can
2: You'll totally get there (laughs) You'll be riffing on the Sandmans In no time I just want them to bring out from Smith. Like,
3: mm. If they could just do the same But for the drums Then that would be amazing I know that people <laughs> say like, That's pretty much rock band But just imagine
2: that With like, a proper kit <laughs> Oh no, a no Rock kit. band
4: was like You had four toms You yeah. didn't even have a bass yeah. pedal
2: yeah Unless you like got your mates And they had like The double bass pedal Or something You'd have to like Plug a whole kit in Like yeah, separate I, mics I would, but, Per but skin I, or something I wouldn't If it was an electronic one Then it'd all right. mm. Yeah. Mm. it would Go- be alright Yeah It may
3: be It's potential for it to work A whole yeah, Smith any, series any, any game developers out there Who want to make one
2: Do that for us I want I a bass Smith
4: I think, um, I think games that just Teach you things in general Always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like this is completely like off the rails, but like I remember when I was wee, there was a Pokemon typing game. Oh they yeah. taught <laughs> you how to spell and stuff nice. like that. So just with you saying like with Rocksmith being innovative, like I think there is a market in games for education. Yes, absolutely, but no one is taking advantage of it. Well, I'll throw Labo in
2: because although like Labo like does it like kind of subtly because you you don't realize how many skills you're picking up al- along the way, like how many different sort of steps that you're getting towards. It's got a
4: piano, right? There's
2: like the piano. There's like mm. the camera and stuff. But when you when you've done all the building, it puts you in. It just calls it like the garage mode, and it's like you can build anything, like any sensor. Any you're basically learning how to write basic algorithms, like uh. you know, like A gets B triggers C does D, like whatever. And you'll realize that oh, I can turn this light on over here if I like blow this thing or turn this thing over or whatever. Well, that's why I always thought
3: that Minecraft was such a good thing. Mm. Like, it's never appealed to me. Like I, I just, I have just never played it, and I don't know why. It's it's just play some Minecraft. It, I've it, never
4: played it. Either. It, it,
3: <gasps> it just doesn't have a hope for me. But that's not. I'm not dissing it in any way. I'm just saying it was amazing for people who could get stuff out of it because I've seen kids learning how to build stuff from it's really that in like, space. Yeah, and when people are just kind of like, oh, they write off as oh, it's just a rubbish game where you just build stuff or whatever. It's like, yeah, but it's so complex some it's of the stuff. It's it so teaches great. kids about properties, it teaches kids about weight, it teaches them yeah. about like electricity and switches and stuff like that. It. It's really decent.
4: You can live in a
2: giant drum kit if you want to. I might do. Yeah.
4: You could, yeah, you could. And I'll come along and we'll hang
2: out, we'll cook some fish. Knock on the door and it would be like, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, so my last thing is uh, Days Gone, which is a weird pick. I but cannot the... believe you picked this. Well, because it does one thing that no one else has done that I can think of off the top of my head. No one else has done fully open world horror. <gasps> Evil Within 2. Dying Light. Mm, I don't know. Okay, well, the, 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 the one I was going to say is Evil Within, <laughs> the way that they did it. Dying Light, is not. that's not even a thing. Dying Light.
4: Dying Light is a thing. It's a, is it a thing? It's getting a
2: sequel soon. Dead Island. And Dead Island was terrible. Open. That's not the thing. <laughs> Julian pokes the bear gill. It, it's, it's big levels. No. Oh. Dying Light's the closest thing to it, but um, what I was getting at was the um, the thing that Evil Within Two did, where they have like you you have this like open world, semi open world sort of environments and different sort of things trigger as you walk through them. I love the idea of that. I love the idea of not knowing where the thing that's haunting you or hunting you yeah. is in that whole environment. But the way that Days Gone did it, where you have these big like platoons, these big hordes of zombies just somewhere in the map, yeah. And you like you know, you might just come over the crest of a hill as you're leaving a mission or on the way to the next mission, and all of a sudden you're just surrounded by this these rabid like a few thousand of them coming at you at once, and it's a feeling like that. Have they actually managed to get like a thousand? Thousands of them on screen at once. Yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, I've never like counted. There's a lot though. What's yeah, really? yeah. There,
4: uh, have you never seen any
3: sort of. I, I, I've just bypassed the entire
2: game. It's, it's it,
4: this the sort of horde kind of mode looks terrifying, Yeah, really? if
2: you yeah. play with headphones, that's really good audio, really good sound design. Like if you had it with headf- headphones and you're just exploring out in the open world, and like I said, you, you sort of like come over a hill or you're. Maybe you hear in the distance, you hear like the moaning of a zombie or something, and you kind of go like, oh god, they're all around me. Yeah,
4: or like your, your friend, like friendly NPC will be like, oh mate, don't go over there. Yeah. I'm yeah. hearing the hordes <laughs> over there. Uh, okay. And, and you will be like, oh, if, uh, heck you. I'm I've got my motorbike. I've I'll got a right. shotgun. I've got a, yeah. I've got my jacket
2: <laughs> <laughs> my like petrol canned uh, silencer or whatever it is. But then all of a sudden, like you know, you'll, like you said, you'll hear them. They'll be getting louder, and you have nowhere to go because you're out of petrol or whatever it is. Oh god, that so you're, must just, be. you're just in the middle of this giant open space, and the mist starts settling in, and it just suddenly becomes a really good intense horror scenario. Okay. And it's just I want to give it its due for that because it did stumble a lot. There's a lot of really busy work with As I said, there's, there's a
3: lot that I've heard that's negative. Yeah, totally. It.
2: And like yeah, and it, it's over long and everything else. But when it works with its atmosphere, it absolutely nails it and it's like if you're a zombie fan who like you know that whole idea of being overwhelmed by zombies it's yeah. like you know obviously the, the key to that uh, fiction kind of thing um when you're trying to hide in the middle of an open world like just like tucked behind a car hoping they don't see you and a whole platoon just goes past and you're just like waiting like until it's safe again like little moments like that i feel like no even Evil within two even dying light i don't feel like yeah. they've ever like nailed the dynamism of it like that um even though i can't compare it to dying light that much i haven't played that much dying light but i think that thing's more action focused
3: it is definitely it's not yeah, like it's, it's never survival yeah. Aspect, it's just don't. like it's
2: just like oh, there's some zombies. You can kick Dying and you can away, jump on I and you can like drop kick. I
4: they them. Um, put a bit more emphasis into like oh, this is something you want to play with friends, probably. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you can Days drop Gone it. feels like a single player mm-hmm. story. Experience. There's like one
2: thing that uh, Days Gone nails, and it's that isolation of what it would be like to try and go from a safe zone to a safe zone, and then just being out of petrol or getting yeah. blindsided or whatever, and then just the real struggle to get through. So I, I would always highlight that. Um, Rachel, your final one, yes. I think, was Twitch integration. Okay,
4: so let me explain. Okay. Go on. So I was trying to think of something really different. lovely to talk about on this podcast, because I love talking about lovely things on lovely podcasts. Have
2: you seen the No Man's Sky update? Um, Oh my god, oh my god. It (laughs) It was always good, but it's (laughs) really (laughs) good.
4: So, what I mean by games with Twitch integration. So mm. Twitch TV obviously is a live streaming platform. Uh-huh. It's quite big. Uh, where on, where on obviously you'll have a streamer playing the game and you'll have people watching the stream in chat. Yes. Who you can are follow able us to...
2: every two weeks on the
4: oh, thing. Oh, but we stream on YouTube, Scott. So
2: I mean... It's still the twi- it's still the streamings. <laughs> come, come do the streamings.
4: Uh, Twitch in particular, though, a lot of games have, well, not a lot, a few games have Twitch integration. What yeah. that means mm. is you can post a message in chat and that changes the game. Yes. Somehow. So... Uh, for example, there is a game called Marbles on Stream. Okay. And everyone who is watching the stream can join in and be part of the game. All you have to do is type, is type play, and then you become this little marble, and then you can potentially win. It's like a race.
3: Oh, uh, okay. It's you like a race. It?
4: No, you don't control it. Okay. It's completely RNG. It's completely right, okay, random. Okay, okay, But it's like you and like 40 other people or something all Great. like, come on, Marble, my marble <laughs> must win. And it's so simple, but it mm-hmm. creates this really like fun atmosphere yeah. where it's like. Obviously, they are the streamer. It's their show, but everyone is a part of it and mm. everyone is playing this game together. The most notable example, which I wonder if you were going to say... Cause uh, you oh,
3: Vermintide. Oh, Vermintide does yep, have it. Yes, yep.
4: I thought you were going to say Jackbox. I was going to say oh. Jackbox with the audience. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone can be um, the audience,
3: which the, is great. The amount of times when people you just look around the room and be like, you dirty, dirty... <laughs> <burgers."> like, <laughs> you.
4: Uh, but no, Vermintide is very correct. That is a game I really do want to play, especially mm. since here and now it does have Twitch integration. Mm-hmm. So chat can either help or hinder. That's always... Yeah. It might,
2: ne- it might as well never be helped. Yeah. <laughs> Even though was, I think it's in the Total Wipeout game. That game was like a tie into the TV show where um, the other player can like throw like other balls and objects um, at the is, uh, and try to make it through.
4: There is a game. I'm probably going to get the name wrong. I want to say it's um, it's like, it's like Carmageddon or it's mm. like trucks something okay. and it's all about jumping from one lorry to the next on a busy oh, uh,
3: a cluster truck
4: cluster truck <laughs> yes um, but just games like this Dead Cells has it yes. as well mm-hmm. your um, your moderator your, your best boy in your stream can be a chicken that follows you <laughs> <Amazing>. around <laughs> and, and heals you in Dead Cells and everyone else in the chat can vote on what you should level up right. and stuff oh, like that so cool. and I just think it's really smart it mm. is again it's like the next level of, yeah. of gaming of live yeah. streaming of, of stuff like that it
2: reminds me of um, the Twitch place Pokemon one thing and it's like, oh, yeah. like oh, obviously in a way, the ones you mentioned are way more controlled but that idea of like blowing, a group of yeah. people trying to do something it's something that like even like Peter Mullen you tried to do with that weird little tap thing that he had yeah um, I forgot what that name of it was but that idea of as many people as possible trying to tap away at this giant goddess wasn't it that's what it became was? Well, oh. yeah, um, yeah. I think it was called tap for something but either way he put out that there was this giant yeah. cube you can log in you can tap as much as you want to chip away at it and eventually someone will get to the, the middle of it yeah I like the idea of those sort of communal based goals I absolutely cool like,
4: I feel like we just need there's no one. Like big standout game that does it really well. I'm obviously Vermintide mm. does yeah. it well. Dead Cells does it well. And then Marbles is Marbles was made. There's for no Twitch. game that's like massively
2: known for we it. We need yeah. a
4: game that does this really well. Mm-hmm. I feel, and it could be particularly game changing. Hmm. I mean,
3: it might change the entire fate of the uh, the gaming community. Which, oh my god, at least <laughs> we have to do another segue I was going to say you're going to segue again. I was yeah. going to predate that. Yeah, well, that well, was which good. one have we got? Hand of uh, Hand of Fate. Good. It? One of the best games ever made. <laughs> hand of Fate is brilliant. Not true, but it's really it's, good. It's, it's it's kind of just like a choose your own. Adventure book, but you actually get to play the fight sequences, mm-hmm. and like it's all choice based. You get to take control of your little avatar, level them up, give them new weapons, and stuff like that.
4: But I thought it was a card game. It is a it card is. game it, really in, in well. essence.
3: That like basically you meet this sort of like the Fate Weaver who basically sits down. and goes like, "Oh, I tell you what, mate, you've, uh, you've shown up right here. Uh, let's have a look and see what's going for you." And basically, he'll just I think tell he actually speaks
2: proper English. Yeah, he does actually.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yep. he'll um, he'll, oh, right, mate. Oh, oh, mate. Oh, mate, oh mate, oh mate, he'll um. <laughs> So it's, it would be something simple like uh, you see a caravan ahead do you want to approach it and then you just go like yeah okay cool and then it'll be like more cards will get dealt out to you but it will be like based it's on it still chooses
2: you... you an adventure but he basically has a deck he's playing against you and you have your deck which has weapons and items and stuff in so, so you're playing it's against
4: each other the Oregon Trail meets Magic the Gathering <laughs> oh, yeah
3: kind <Canada>, of yeah, <laughs> but uh, with the Arkham <laughs> Games combat yeah
1: yeah yeah, oh yeah, God. yeah um, mm-hmm.
3: you'll like have boss fights in it as well which are really good there'll sometimes be cards that'll flip over and be like uh oh sorry you lose sort of thing and you've got like <laughs> <laughs> some horrible stuff will happen you can always
2: fight your way out of it you never just lose yeah but it'll be like bad things like yeah, it, your yeah. health will be
3: completely permanently deleted sort mm. of thing oh, it's, it's a great game and they get a really good sequel but then unfortunately the Unfortunately, the developer closed, yeah. which is really
2: sad. No more there hand was, of fate.
4: There was hand of fate too, though. There yes. was hand of fate yes. too, yes. which, like, which you, uh, it's
3: Im- on yeah, I would say improved Yeah, if you are
2: going to jump in, just jump into two. Like, there is a, there's a little bit more of a character creator. There is way more to the. You don't. Combat. You don't need to know anything about the story because they are no, no. Like, well, the, the, the lovely setting is just that you are an adventurer who's wandered into this sort of little like cabin or whatever, the stagecoach, yeah. And this like mysterious guy is like, do you want to play a game? And it's like, okay, fine. And then no. you play those scenarios. Like, it's so good. Yeah, it's never clear if like he's. Dead. Death, or if he's fated himself, or anything. I like that, that you he, don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's just kind of like, all right, mate. Because it's like he, yeah, he has this deck with like different like uh, encounter cards and scenarios and stuff that he's playing at you and asking you to make these decisions. But over time, you amass your own deck of like specific weapons. So even if you beat one of his games next time round, you'll know that you want to play the axe card so that next time you have an axe or whatever. That's the best thing about mm. it
3: having like being able to win cards off of him, and then yep. when there's scenarios of just going like, oh, well, I couldn't do that last time because I didn't have enough health to survive, mm-hmm. or I didn't have this thing. You just go, oh, but now I do, and I can play that. Yeah, Again, and then like get to a secret path like or you'll out, get like a,
2: um yeah like a specific scenario card maybe you didn't have this trinket that they needed but yeah. like if you pl- then you play the scenario card knowing that you have the object and then you'll get a different card which changes think, the path next yeah, time Yeah the
4: whole like card game mixed with actual real time combat is really interesting
2: It's great mm-hmm. It reminds me of like when uh, Yu-Gi-Oh came out on the PS2 and I was never a Yu-Gi-Oh fan Yu-Gi-Oh. but Yu-Gi-Oh I tried to like I um, play that cuz I thought I like the idea of playing a card and then it's spawning something and then playing as that thing ah. um even that game that was on um, PS3 with the, the the camera. Oh, I have judgment or something. I have like. judgment that, like, yeah, you put a card down, but uh, on on screen because yeah. the, the camera looked that at your play mat, it brought stuff to life. I always loved that. It was it was crap, yes. but it was also <gasps> such a great idea. But why have they not yeah. done that for Magic: what The Gathering? What
4: happened to the Microsoft Hololens, by the way? <laughs> I always yeah. wanted a flipping AR Yu-Gi-Oh game how yeah. good yeah. would that be Just I think
2: that's the that would be the future of any sort of card game not to put the people off who don't like card games but if you're sword? if you're into card stuff anything like that sh- it should just make sense to play cards as normal but on screen it's a whole animated battle or whatever that'd well, be great There's people in the Magic the Gathering community who
3: like do all, like unboxings and stuff and when they instead of just like showing the cat their camera what card they've got they put it under this scanner mm. and it will literally just scan the thing immediately and show the audience the actual official artwork for it straight yeah. away so that they can like they don't have to fanny about it's a great thing, thing.
2: Um, Weird little tangent But in the Lego store In New York If you took any box Off the shelf And held it in front Of this screen um, It would assumedly Scan something on the box And show you What it, what the uh, model Was going to be When it's constructed On top of the box In your hand So you're sort of Like moving That's around mad. Looking at what You're about to buy Like, like in AR technology Yeah yeah And it's like it scans <laughs> it That fast That you could totally Do this stuff I
4: feel like I blinked And suddenly AR Is just a normal it's just, thing Yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's just a normal thing Because like, like One minute it was like Buggy and never really worked And mm-hmm. all of a sudden You've got it in Lego stores Like
2: uh, Well Lego Pokemon <laughs> Like yeah. I remember when the three DS came with those little cards and it was like, oh Yoshi's on top of the cards That, <gasps> that cute? was
4: mind blowing. Yeah. That was so lush.
2: And then it's like now it's like an actual like feature that is everywhere and actually seems to play into stuff. But oh, technology is scary. Do man. we have it time is. for a
4: little honorable mention? Yes, we have time. If five possible. Minutes. I would really like to draw some attention to how cool it is to have <gasps> motion controls. No, no, no. Stay with me. I've lost some of yous, but those who are still with me, stay with me. (laughs) I I am a big fan of motion controls when they're done really well Mm -hmm. and the Nintendo Switch does them really well and I just want to give a shout out to Splatoon 2 Mm, because uh, Splatoon 2's motion controls are heckin' awesome. So it controls the, um, I think it's the, x-axis or is it the y-axis it controls one of the axes. yeah the
2: vertical or horizontal
4: yeah it's the vertical axis i'm cool. sure and then the horizontal one you do with obviously the mm-hmm. camera stick. Mm-hmm. it just completely like i am not a big like shooter player mm-hmm. but I love Splatoon 2 I just love the feeling of playing it in, that like, thing though control.
2: like that was Splatoon 2 was the first time I saw like a, a hardcore sort of fandom like this approach to a game being like this is the way to play you need to play with the motion controls yeah which, you like, just for the don't time, play
4: with the sticks yeah so like, for the
2: longest time people were, like don't like you know especially on Nintendo stuff it was like oh don't bother with the motion controls it's a better way to play if you just use the sticks and yep. the old reliable buttons but yeah Splatoon 2's fandom was like the way to play is that like, you want to aim mm. uh, vertically using the uh, motion controls which I still couldn't get my head around but it's, were you uh, way better with it?
4: it oh, it changes your life, mate. See if we yeah. can get good at it.
2: What was that thing that we did? That thing, the salmon run. I was like, "What's that fish thing we did?" We did yeah, the salmon run, and like did... you were dominating on that with the old motion controls. <laughs> so yeah, Jules, what do you think of the history of motion controls? I've 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 seen them at their
3: worst, but if this is their best, then I'm more than oh, happy. what's
4: their worst? What do you think is their the worst? Skyward one, Sword.
3: No, the worst one is just having to pretend like you're tossing off the controller and no more heroes. That's that's
2: oh just... no more heroes. oh no well at least that's responsive quote unquote. Um, I, the worst one, Steel Battalion. Oh, that's kind of the connect. Uh, no, Red
3: Steel was pretty bad as yeah. well. The first. One because they had like there was like input lag with that one, which is pretty anything nice. on the it's
4: original. It's come a connect. long way. Yeah, it's yeah. Come yeah, a long
2: it has. way. It since really has these. <laughs> so yeah, these are just a whole smattering of things potentially for now and for the future of gaming. But let us know what you think down in the comments below about I don't know recent things that have blown you away in the games themselves. For now, though, this has been the World Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Taylor, for joined by Rachel Shackleton. Thanks for being here, guys. And Jules Gale. Thank you for having me. And we'll catch you next time.
4: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. 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 <sighs>